Say what? Another week. Another Another line play. Um, Yeah, okay. Cool. Ready. Episode 35 in the mix. (laughs) All right. Dues to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We're back. I am Jason Kreidman. I am Alan Bush. And we are the Dudes to Dads podcast. That's right. Is that an exciting intro? Or should we redo that? <laughs> we are the Dudes to yeah. Dads podcast. You'd think I haven't done this before. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sitting up straight. Yes. Uh, it's been a long day, as oh, always. Sh- telling me, man. I know, but good to see you. Yeah, good to see you as well. And uh, we've got a very interesting topic. No, no uh, segments today. Okay. This is one topic, and it came about just be, just... You know, I pulled it out of nowhere. It's just certainly not related to anything that I am involved with or that I do or that I, you know. Yeah, yeah. This is about being critical. <laughs> oh, you laugh. Yeah. I, yeah. I sense some sarcasm going yeah, on. Yeah, just a little bit. I smell it. <laughs> I smell it in the uh, air. So being critical really can kill your relationship <laughs> with spouse, with kids, with coworkers, sure, sure. with anything. And this came about. And I'll be candid is I found myself, well, because it was pointed out to me um, <laughs> that I was I being, it after someone pointed it, <laughs> that I was being critical. Okay. And that word I've, I mean, I, I remember growing up and hearing that word. It's not like, you know, oh, you're being so critical. Like yeah. whether it was my family, blah, 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 you know, I've heard that word before Sure. and kind of understanding, you know, criticism, being judgmental, that kind of stuff. So. This one hits home a little bit, and I thought it was a good topic that lend itself to us talking about. Okay. And so I have a hypothesis mm-hmm. about being critical and criticism, and, and, and after reading more about it, I feel like my hypothesis is pretty accurate according to what the experts say, uh-huh. you know, what they would do. And the, the hypothesis is, is that the happier we become with ourselves, the less critical we are all around. I would agree with that. That makes sense? Yeah. And I'm noticing that within myself. So although it was pointed out to me recently that I was being critical, yeah. I have found that I am much less critical of myself and much less critical of others. Re- let's call it recent. I don't know what that timeline is. Yeah. Because I have been feeling better about who I am and, you know, myself and as I've evolved and everything else. I mean, yeah, that totally makes you sense. Know, it's whether it's professionally as a parent, as a, as a husband, you know, that kind of thing. It's the self-acceptance and those kind of things of feeling good, been eating good, taking care of myself, you know, that kind of stuff. And I noticed that as you start to feel better and it could just be short term, <laughs> <laughs> right? you, you definitely are less critical. Mm-hmm. And I was looking back and sort of, you know, looking back at life. Mm hmm. And I recalled a girlfriend that I had many, many years ago Mm -hmm. who never, ever said anything bad about anybody. 
like it was very noticeable mm-hmm. because there were situations where somebody could have been mean. There was somebody who looked really strange. You know, we all know when somebody might be wearing something that's completely inappropriate. They shouldn't be wearing and people will comment on that. Who, whoever you're with. Sure. She never, ever said anything. And it really it was interesting because I remember that vividly about her. And I was like, gosh, that's a really great attribute. Mm-hmm. You know, just to not be critical, because I remember how critical I was, not only of myself, but other people. And, and you can call, you know, that goes into the realm of being judgmental, whatever. But I was so critical of myself, like where I'm at professionally. Mm-hmm. Am I really doing this right? You know, why am I not doing this and beating myself up about various things in my life? Right. With the idea that, you know, that obviously reflected in how I was treating other people. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So do you think, sorry to interrupt you, but like there's that part where, you know, I, I, I think it's great that someone's non-critical and non-judgmental towards other people. I think that's fantastic. But if, is it like blatant where it's like, Oh, I didn't notice they had a third eye. No, 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 (laughs) not like that. Okay. All right. But like, some obvious things would come up and yeah. just not saying something bad about somebody. Like right. even if somebody else made the comment, be like, Oh, well, you know, I'm sorry that that's, you know, yeah, whatever, like yeah. just very, very, just I don't even know if it was conscious or accepting sure. or whatever, yeah. you know? I mean, cool. I, I, I mean, I will say but my wife is like that now too. I mean, uh-huh. she's, she's just not critical of people. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, very accepting, very, just doesn't make those kinds of judgments. And that's why I really, you know, that's an attribute I really like. Sure. Um, and so there was a quote that from Earl Nightingale, who was kind of a famous philosopher, actually, like early on did like audio cassettes and those kinds of things. OK, he said, when you judge others, you do not define them. You define yourself. Yeah. And so I, that's exactly what I was talking about. It's yeah. like when you are critical, there's something going on with you because, you know, something's bothering you yeah. to do that. And, and the truth is, you know, here's this was another quote. And so this I, I read this article. Um, because I was labeled that somebody had said like, gosh, you're just, I feel like you're being really critical of the situation and me and whatever. Criticism is an, uh, is an utter failure at getting positive behavioral change. Right. Any short term game you might get from it just builds resentment down the line. Mm-hmm. So the truth is, is that being critical typically, and especially let's say it's in a relationship is you wanting to change behavior. Sure. You know, that's one of the reasons why we're critical. So I'll, uh, and I'll give you an example. Um, and this may be with your children too. You know right, I mean? I say okay. any kind of relationship. Yeah. So if you were to say, you know, like you're such a good boy, but your behavior is really bad right now. And that's something that you learn. Like you're not criticizing the child. Right. You're criticizing the behavior, which is like, you're, that's what you're supposed to do. Sure. But a small child doesn't understand like they don't have the thing in their brain i think they call it this prefrontal cortex whatever in their brain (laughs) right to understand that that is not necessarily criticism or being critical of them you're 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 really critical or you're you're wanting a change in behavior right so you're not saying that like they're a horrible person but that's how the child interprets it and we do the same thing as adults so i started reading more about it and, you know, and like I said in this article, this was a psychology today talking about, you know, criticism versus feedback and the difference of the two. Yeah. So like 
I, when reading more, I was realizing that I really wasn't being critical of the person. I was actually providing feedback. Now, I may have not done it well, mm. but an example could be you come home and the house is a mess. Hit by hurricane. <laughs> and you say, gosh, is this house is just ridiculously dirty. It's so messy. Mm. Now, my kids may interpret that be like, oh, gosh, I, I, you know, I can never make him happy. He's, he thinks I'm lazy, whatever. Wife, if she's the one at home thinking, oh, what? Nothing's ever good enough. I'm lazy, too. Mm. You know, you've made these statements. Now, that may not be your intention. Right. You know, right. your intention is I just want the house to be cleaner. I'm not saying that you're a lazy person. I'm not saying the kids, you, you guys are incapable of doing anything, <laughs> but that's how it can be interpreted. Yeah. And so it's really that kind of situation is really called feedback. Mm-hmm. But the people who it's going or are around it feel like it's criticism. Yeah. You know, that's what they take it in as. Right. Right. So does that make sense? I mean, is, is that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I, I'm trying to figure out like I, I'm I kind of may I may have even told this story before, but um, I the first time I ever experienced a girlfriend that didn't criticize me. <laughs> um, not to say I'm super annoying and I get critical all the time, but uh-huh. the, I know that some people when they when they don't like certain things they have to criticize the person. And it was different when I was dating this one person in, in Los Angeles many years ago, and she would say things that she liked about what she preferred rather than right right. I don't like you didn't do this. She would say, you know what I like. Right. And people do these things. Yeah, that's what I'm and I totally going to touch on I that. go, oh, all right. And I just do that. And I right. naturally wanted to do it because it wasn't criticism. It was, it was like positive. you said, it was positive feedback based on what her preferences are. She goes, when people do this, I like when they do this. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And right. so from then on, I did it. Right. I don't like criticism. To be you honest know, this happens a lot in the workplace. Yeah. Like a boss who's not necessarily conscious of being critical. Be like, you know what? You know, that work was horrible. Like, how are we supposed to get a client when you're doing that, blah, 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 whatever? Right. That's not going to change that person's behavior. That's going to have the person hate the boss. <laughs> it you may know? change the behavior. Uh, but, down, like but it's saying down the line, down the line. I mean, it's going to produce resentment. Yeah. It's not going to, it's not a positive change in behavior for the right reasons. Right. It is a, you know, when you are critical of somebody, in like my situation, let's say that I'm coming in and saying, hey, you know, the house is a mess. That's not going to motivate my children or my wife or whatever to be like, oh, we really want to clean the house. So Jason's happy. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. Right. Now, me just going and cleaning it up, that may be the solution. Mm-hmm. Or saying, hey, you know what? Let's clean this together. Yeah. You yeah. know what? I, I, hey, it is a mess. Let's all clean it. Let's just sit down. Let's have a timer. You know, whatever. Yeah. But I think that, you know, that's the one thing is. You know, criticism, you're really criticizing the person Mm -hmm. or who they are or what they're about versus like feedback. And really what we are trying to do is provide feedback, but it's taken as criticism. For sure. And it's and it's it's being critical and it's not an attractive thing. Yeah. So that's I said, I find myself doing it a lot less, still falling into the trap of being critical in some situation. But I could see, especially even like with my kids how me commenting that their room is a mess doesn't help yeah. the situation yeah. at all. Right. It's not going to motivate them to clean it. Yeah. You know, it's going to be different by saying, you know, hey, what can we do to clean this? Yeah. You know, hey, can I help you? Blah, blah, blah. You know, cooperative. I that prefer kind of if I can see the floor. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's, 
you know, that's really, though, a lesson in communication. I mean, it, it, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And that's what the other thing they're talking about. It's 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 really the tone. Yeah. It's how you say it, not what you say. Yeah. I, you know? I, I think it's, that's a huge part of it is the tone of how you say things really makes the huge difference between someone taking it the wrong way. Right. And someone kind of going, oh, OK, I get it. You know, I apologize. or whatever. Yeah. And so, it, it, you know, I don't know if it takes a pause. I don't know what the exact, you know, the answer is. They, they provided some tips. In you the sing it. Well, hey, your room's a mess. Yeah. No, but they provided <laughs> like a little bit of an example or some things that, you know, are better ways to provide, quote, the feedback versus being positive. So since one of them is, you know, focus on how the person can improve, not what's wrong. Right. And that's exactly what you said yeah. or that person said to you. Sure. You know, uh, here's what I really like. Right. You know, what would be great? Hey, if we could clean our room. You know, that would be great yeah. versus me coming down and saying, like, why is your room never clean? You can't keep, you know, I mean, regardless of what you're saying in that situation, the kid hears I'm a, I'm, I'm a mess. You know, what? I find myself doing this even in the car. If someone like cuts me off, I go, hey, could you not do that, please? Thank you. Or I say something similar like in my head. I go, hey, that'd be great if you didn't pull in front of me like that. That'd be really awesome. <laughs> it's very positive. This. Yeah, it's very yeah. positive. And I just keep myself lightened up that way instead of getting mad. Well, you know? totally. <laughs> but it is. You're focusing on on the positive. Yeah. You know what? What? And you. Remember, we talked about this, too, with I mean, with children, especially you're supposed to say what to do, not what not to do. Yeah. So when the child is running, you don't say don't run. Yeah. You say walk. Right. You know, you're providing the instruction on what to do. Mm -hmm. So, hey, let's clean the room. Mm -hmm. Not, you know. Why is this room so messy? Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. I told so, you also, this is another kind of callback, but my ex-roommate would, if I'm talking, we're getting excited to be talking. I saw her talking really loud and he goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I didn't realize I was yelling, you know, and he, that's all he had to say. He goes, okay. Got it. <laughs> right. You can say that to me sometimes <laughs> as I yell on the microphone. That's why it's, you know, technically savvy. You're able to adjust the yeah, levels. Just, just turn, turn it down a little down. bit. People don't realize how loud I actually am. Uh, so the second thing was focus on the behavior we'd like to see, not the personality of your partner or child. Yeah, that's, that's so that's, you know, which too. is still like what I just said about, you know, that. Your behavior is being bad, but you're not bad. Yeah. You know, it's the it's the behavior or what it is that you're trying to look yeah. at, not. But in that sense, you're still not being positive. No, I agree. It's weird. It's hard to pull back on that. And I, I, I'm not saying I would. I totally agree with that statement. It's just it's difficult, especially when you're really frustrated and upset. Mm-hmm. And you can even say, though, literally, like you said, it's still negative, but it's like still saying the words like, look, it's not you. I don't hate you. I love you. Right. But this behavior is not something I'm a big fan of. Yeah. And so even saying that, like you said, it could be negative. But it, it's well, but even back. saying that, like, that's what I think they're getting at is like, instead of saying, you know what, you know, I love you, but your behavior is not instead of even going there. Like I had a situation with my daughter where I said, listen, I mean, you are sweet. You're nice. You're you know, you have all these wonderful things. What is it that causes you to talk mean sometimes mm-hmm. you know that's a whole different approach mm-hmm. to being like stop yelling stop getting up you know, <laughs> you know it's like shut your face yeah you're attacking the child <laughs> in a sense versus like hey what's going on yeah you know and it's the same thing i mean you're at, you're trying to get the same result which is i don't want that behavior yeah you know, but if you're trying to understand it or whatever and, you know, focusing on that. So yeah. that actually just happened to me recently <laughs> where, you know, she was getting really upset and snapping back and like talking back, you know, in that wow. way. And that I, I waited 
not at the situation, but I waited later in the evening mm-hmm. and when she was calm and, and then just had that conversation, yeah. you know, and she had some good, she does, she's still understanding like her feelings and how to yeah. express that, but, well, but still saying like, I, stuff. Yeah. well, I don't know. Hey, it's something, it's a, <laughs> even though she's five. Um, but yeah, it, I can't wait till those teenagers, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need some help out there. Uh, <laughs> We're still doing the show. Email us show. Uh, podcast <laughs> at dudes and let me know what I need to do. <laughs> Um, for those experts out there. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in this together, guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, each other out. The third thing was sincerely offer help. <laughs> you know, that's something too. Just like I said, like, yeah. you know, hey, let's do this together. Yeah. You know, um, or hey, I can help you. And I've done that too. Or like, I mean, because I'd say the probably the number one area for me where I am critical at home is the cleaning. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do notice that I am like that. Mm-hmm. And so my it's my choice then because it bothers me. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't bother a lot of other people. Right. So my options are either, you know, I let it go. Right. I need to clean it up. Right. Because right. <laughs> uh, it bothers me. Yeah. Or do it together. Yeah. You know, and so I often do that. I say like, hey, come on, we'll clean up the playroom together, you know, with the kids. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's not my playroom, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's your playroom, but I'm going to help you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, don't say that, but sometimes sure. I do. <laughs> right. Lay guilt trip on them. I'm still learning, <laughs> you know, can't be perfect all the time. <laughs> Certainly not. Um, and then, so the number four was respect his or her view, even if you don't agree. Yes. You know, so that's an interesting one too. Yeah. And I, I, I learned that kind of as time went on to because that's why we're critical is we don't necessarily yeah we don't agree with the person's right. perspective or yeah. you know their view on it and we're like no our view is the right one usually yeah. my criticism of people revolves around them not respecting my difference of opinion they just think, I see that yeah, I, I, yeah. that bothers the heck out of me it's the only thing I can't deal with if someone doesn't respect that I disagree or maybe don't see things the way they see them and they just don't care and they that just, ruffles your feathers it ruffles my feathers a bit and, and then I start squawking <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> makes sense that's gonna be my next segment I'm just squawk at them <laughs> well isn't there a squawk box isn't that a it's a TV thing <laughs> right yeah um, and then the last thing was you know resist the urge to punish or withdraw affection mm. if he or she doesn't do what you want yeah. you know find a solution that works for both so like you know, the idea that you're not affectionate or you're just say, well, I'm not going to help, you know, I'm not going to be close to you as a result of that. I mean, you're not maybe not saying it, but, you know, you're not being as nice. Um, yeah. You know, that's not that's not going to work. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's about that mutual respect and finding that solution that's going to work for both of you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's important. So, you know, I, I felt like this episode was really important because I think in general. People are critical. You know, yes. and I'm saying that's why I mean, I'm including myself in this because it's something that I feel like has evolved. But even though I felt like I've gotten better at it, I was called out on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was called out on it. And I, I noticed it. and I was like, whoa, I was yeah, yeah. totally being critical. I mean, it, you know, whether it was to my kids or to my wife or whatever. Right. But also then realizing and saying, you know what, I can see how my criticalness is that a word yeah. <laughs> yeah sure is related often to how I'm feeling yeah know? about yourself yeah that was a really good point that you brought up earlier too is that how you feel about yourself who was it that said that uh, Earl Nightingale Earl Nightingale that how you feel about yourself is generally how you treat others is that how well it, it says when you judge others yeah you do not define them uh-huh. you define yourself well I guess it was what you said then 
I was the smart one. <laughs> yeah. I should be quoting you. That is no, what, I said. Well, I said my hypothesis. That's oh, what it gotcha. was. Is yeah, the, the happier, happier you, we uh, become with ourselves, yeah. the less critical we are all around. Right. That's and I agree with that because I felt a definite shift in my own personal paradigm. The same way you just mentioned that you did is that when I was happier with the things, the direction my life was going, you know, mm-hmm. getting better finances. But it wasn't about the money. It was just being more comfortable, being able to not you know like self acceptance, self acceptance of certain things. That's another thing about just kind of getting older and understanding myself and then realizing that, hey, not everything's my fault nor should I, I should also accept the things that are my fault and try to fix them. Right. And when I accepted that, then I stopped looking at others with this weird critical eye that I had yeah. and I'm like, eh, well, let them do what they want, you know, unless they're getting in my way and forcing me out of something or blocking my way from getting somewhere. Right. Then I don't really have any reason to criticize anybody. They have their life. I have mine. Occasionally I might jo- joke at somebody or, you know, laugh at somebody with three eyes or whatever it is. But <laughs> for the most part, I became a lot more accepting than I thought because I always thought I was accepting about everybody but then I realized I was critical especially towards other people that I thought they weren't doing the right thing and maybe picking on people for their belief systems or yeah. just small things you know yeah. and then and then I'm like why am I doing that and when other people are doing it with each other I'm like why are they bickering I don't understand this yeah and I, you notice now I mean you when you're around people who are that way they're not desirable desirable yeah, to be around I know yeah you know when you start thinking about it and going well you don't need to say that yeah like it's, I guess it's okay if you have the same hates. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like when you stop doing that. Well, I'll give you an example. You like away. I was I was recently on vacation. There were so many opportunities to say stuff. <laughs> you know, we're at a pool area. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of opportunity to like people from different areas. You not be and, wearing that. Yeah, baiting. I mean, whatever. And But I found myself not really caring. It just, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, but in the past, I think I would have thought more about that. I think so. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and part of it just being like, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I, I'm i not worried about everybody else. Yeah. Right. Like, and then I'm, I was be- concentrating on my kids. And then you know? exactly. And then you become more confident in yourself. So you're not worried about what other people think of you. Right. Even if they are critical. Right. If they're critical towards you. You're like, whatever. Yeah. And I think as, as, as I was younger or as I was younger, when I was younger, <laughs> um, obviously caring more about what other people had felt and even physically being very concerned with, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I, Hey, I work out and I diet and or, you know, yeah, I yeah. maintain whatever. So it's not like I don't care. Right. But doing it a little bit more internally and for myself yeah. versus the external yeah. benefits of that. Right. Yeah. You know, or what that meant that, what that means to the outside world. It started with vanity, but it ended up being self yeah. No, it's still vanity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get up at four forty in the morning just for health. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we, it, actually, that's a, a, a line on a workout video. It's like, you know, why do we do this? And the guy yeah. says, because I want to look good. Yeah. You know? It's uh, the wrong yeah. little vanity. No, but, it, you know, it, part of it is that. But you want to feel good and, yeah. and you do that. And so when you do feel good about what's going on and, and you know what, to be honest, I, I think the podcast, too, and the meetups and stuff have helped with a lot of that because yeah. you get to talk about the stuff that's bothering you. Yeah. You get to realize that there's other people that are going through the same stuff. I mean, yeah. when you live in a vacuum and you're talking, you know, you're by yourself, you don't have that opportunity. You yeah. Know? Good point. And yeah. so a lot of it has been like, wow, I mean, I, I'm going through the same stuff as all these other guys. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm not crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. in fact, I was just we just had a meetup the other day. And one of the guys came in and he hadn't been there for a while. And he's like talking about his situation. He goes like, I just feel like I'm going crazy with this, you know? And I was like, whoa, 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 you're normal. And I looked, looked around the room. I was like, how many other guys have felt the same situation? And like almost all of them raised their hand. (laughs) You know, it, it, it was like, you're not alone, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. you are, we are going through the same stuff, you know, but yeah. that he thought 
he was a freak or that like he was unique <laughs> right because of the stuff he was going through and it's sure. like that's not that's just not the case yeah yeah you know? so that's funny so yeah so with that the uh criticism episode yeah. as we would call it um, <laughs> hypercritical episode yeah the hypercritical episode uh just wanted to touch on that topic yeah i think it's a great one and see and you know for feedback uh email us podcast at dudes to dads.com that's right on twitter at dudes to dads and go to itunes and stitcher and vote for us and give us some feedback even if it's just to say hi that's true that's <laughs> and uh people from the other countries continue to listen yeah that's great it's awesome i love that we're, getting, internationals. we're getting some international listeners i think on the last episode i had mentioned uh people from all over the world yeah. are starting to listen Japan, and it's cool yeah norway cambodia, cambodia. Crazy. we've got all kinds of yeah cool areas and it's not just like one person it's I, like yeah. we're seeing multiple episodes and multiple people come that's great so, yeah it's, it's it's pretty cool so with that uh thank you alan for thank another uh, episode Absolutely. And uh, we will see you next time. See you next time. Bye.